Brandon Brands. Hey guys, this is Zaley Barclay of ZaleyBarclay.com. I'm the founder of the Start Street Grow Video Academy. And if you want to build a brand that matters, you should be listening to Brands on Brands on Brands with my good friend, Brandon Berkmeyer. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for your business to thrive tomorrow. I appreciate you guys tuning in each week as we bring to you thought leaders in marketing and in entrepreneurship, talking about how to build brands, how to execute those marketing tactics and strategies. And today's no different. On Mondays, we talk to the thought leaders, and on Thursdays, we come to you with some deep dive into strategy from me. But today's an interview day, which I know a lot of you look forward to. And my guest this week is Zaylee Barclay. If you haven't heard of Zaylee Barclay, that's Zaylee, it's X-A-Y-L-I. Check her out, zayleebarclay.com. She's a visual content creation coach. What's that mean? That means she, she creates a lot of videos on YouTube and she teaches people how to do it. And also, if you have already gone down that path, you're like, I'm already creating videos. I'm already creating content. Well, have you figured out how to create courses yet? If not, this is the episode to listen to. Check out my conversation with Zaylee as we get into what it takes to make a video from top to bottom, how you start and how do you finish and the things you need to be thinking about, like clarity of your purpose and mindset and, and all that and all the steps that get you from start to finish and how to make a genuine impact in the digital space. Now, not only is this conversation uh, have been interesting from that perspective, but it also was fun. We jump into a little bit of uh, how you develop a personal brand and the, our thoughts on that and the value of that. And another thing is our fun conversations led to me understanding that she has a new product coming out. If you guys haven't checked out her website, you can also go to startshootgrow.com. It's, it is something we talk about in the conversation that you'll hear in a minute, but I wanted to point it out because she is launching a new program in January on that site. I want you to check that out. That should be around when this is launched in terms of the podcast. Uh, if it's not up when this goes live, make sure to go to the site anyway, startshootgrow.com to register to be on the wait list to make sure you get a spot because she does have people who are waiting to get into her classes. So if you have any interest in creating courses, in being stronger with your video creation, this is the episode to listen to and startshootgrow.com is the place to get those extra lessons you might need to just get it done today instead of taking six more months doing it on your own without the coaching you might need. So I hope you guys enjoy the call. I had a great time chatting with Zaylee and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Thanks for tuning in each week. And don't forget to go to brandonbrands.com to make sure you are seeing all the new things that are happening. Join the subscription list for the email newsletter or go straight to your podcast provider and make sure you hit that subscribe button so we know that you are getting new episodes every week. All right. Thanks, you guys. Check it out. Enjoy. Brandon Brand. 
All right, let's get going. Today, I want to welcome our new friend to the podcast family here on Brands on Brands on Brands, Zaylee Barclay. Zaylee, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here first and foremost. Thank you, Brandon, for having me. I admire what you do so much. Uh, likewise, I feel like there's a mutual admiration yes. there. You know, I feel like there's something like, I feel like I'm, since I'm lead with podcasting, a lot of times podcasters are jealous of video creators, but I don't think video creators are ever jealous of podcasters, but. <laughs> I, sometimes because I feel like it's like everyone is saying podcasting now. So it's like, huh. <laughs> it's like I, you're like, I can repurpose my things to that. Oh, yeah, there's always that whole thing. How yeah. can I push my thing there? Exactly. But when I am, you know, I have, we have a lot of mutual friends in common in the creator space and in the marketing space. And yes. it got me excited to talk to you about the power of video content, because I'll be honest, I don't think I've had a lot of people that have focused specifically on that in, in that space. I've had like live streaming video creators, yeah, but not like I haven't had Sean Cannell on the show yet. You know, yes, like, he's coming. <laughs> I, I'm sure that's going to happen. <laughs> yes. But, you know, some people that are like actively talking about video creation and, and how to use it. So I'm excited to get you on the show and to get some of that out there for the listeners today. But before anything else, I'd love to hear a little bit about when you started posting video on social media. Like, take me back to the beginning a little bit about, like, was it something that was just you, like a video of you and your family at Thanksgiving or like when you actually started creating for like business purposes? So video really happened by mistake for me. I knew that I wanted to do video, definitely. And so back in 2009, I had locks. And so I used to wear my hair in that specific way. And I just, I wanted to start sharing, you know, tips on locks and how to take care of them and how to grow your hair. And I uploaded my first video. (laughs) I was in my bathroom and I looked at it and I was like, oh no, girl this has to go. And I deleted it. (laughs) And I started again in 2015. And I committed and I started sharing my life journey and I started sharing makeup and body positivity and, you know, just awesome stuff. But what I realized was if I was creating, I was already niched. So that was a, a really everything happened by mistake. And I realized that I was able to grow faster because I was in a niche and people were looking for solutions. And so all of my social media platforms were growing like crazy. It was easy for me to grow because I was being that solution to that specific audience's problems. Well, and if they don't get to see you on this, right? And what they're missing, what the audience is missing here is like style is just screaming out, jumping off the camera. And I, I, I'm sure you can probably hear style coming off the voice too, to the <laughs> podcasters out there. But yeah, like, you. you know, you, like she's got like fly hair, like kick-ass background, like sweet clothes on, like everything's rocking, right? And so you're talking like, you started talking about hairstyles and, and different ways to manage hair and, yeah. and beauty and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and that started, to, you saw some uptick in that? Yeah, I just started growing like crazy. People started sharing my content a lot. I would have like a community in the comments and I'm like, there's something bigger to this. And so what happened is, or was, people love the quality of my content and they love the way that I broke things down. So I started getting questions about video and how do you do this? And and so I was like, "Uh aha, I can show you. (laughs) So, So I started creating courses based on video content. And I realized that if this worked for my niche, then hello, it can work for other people. So in 2015, I started actually teaching video all about video content. And so I feel like it's so popular now, but I've been there for the journey of yeah. it all. 
and so that's really how I got started. Um, in the yeah, business. you started to take it seriously. Yeah. You're like, oh, this can this could be something. Mm -hmm. uh, did you try to build a business in that beauty space? like as a creator or is it like, no, I think I need to just be teaching this because that's where my questions are coming from. Yeah. I think what really happened was the courses and that side of things really just superseded the beauty. And then I realized mm -hmm. as well, the income there was much more stable because it was up to me. So with YouTube, you can make money through Google AdSense and that waivers. And you can also make money with brands, but I just didn't want to leave my baseline in the hands of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know, I want to, I, I do want to hear about uh, creating courses, but I want to like take a step back about, let's like talk about video in general mm -hmm. first. Like, I think it's really intimidating for a lot of people out there mm -hmm. to like, not the getting on camera thing. I think people like that's on them to get past and yeah. just to try and start. And mm -hmm. I think that's even the name of your class is like start is the first word and mm -hmm. it starts you grow. Yeah. But I think beyond that, I want to talk about like the value, like why should they put that work in? What's the value of creating video content? What has been for you? What do you yeah. teach other people is the value in doing it to begin with? I mean, for me, the return is just so, it's insane. You get on camera and if you have a business and you're using video in your business, you create trust so much faster than the person who is probably just writing blurbs online or probably, you know, uploading pictures, like the conversion is absolutely insane. We all know how powerful like webinars and things like that are. So if you're thinking about for your business, it helps build the factor in way less time. And you get a much more committed audience who is really connected to you. And so I experienced that in the beauty part of things. And when I brought it over into my business, business, I realized that it was even better. Like people just latched on to every word that you said. And I love that it's basically an, an autopilot. Like people are finding you all the time. They are. So it's like such an influx of interest, which turns into business. Yeah, I like that. I mean, are there certain types of things that you teach that like, well, I'm curious, like what's your big, like the things that you're like, oh my God, this kind of took off. Like this is, what, what was that? Like, you know, that first video that you're like, oh, this is kind of picking up here. Was it anything specific? Well, for me, especially now in business, people are always interested in my visual content. Like, how do you do this or how do you do that? So for me, providing solutions like, you know, how to repurpose your content or how to create something on specific, like I like to think niche. So I think, hmm, let me do a series on a specific app or let me do a series based on a specific process or a system. And so you're also able to make affiliate income from videos as well. So, you know, there's so many ways that you can make income from using video from one video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, definitely sharing or being that solution. Example, today we got the whole announcement about no more likes on Instagram, right? So we knew it was coming. What if you had created a video you know, last week about it. And so you uploaded it today because everyone's going to be searching for it. It's trending. People are talking about it. And that's a way for you to position yourself as a solution. Let's say you're a social media manager or something like people are going to find you. And we all know that YouTube is owned by Google. So video results show up. So, you know, just thinking about it in that way. And also with video, your personality is there. So people get to figure out, huh, I can watch this person for days <laughs> or 
they can, you know, just decide, yeah, this person is not for me, which I prefer. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm going to keep myself from starting the podcast, the audio versus video debate, because this is like, I think we, we, we share value and we, you know, yes. we give back and forth, you know, I know that people like to listen to me at the gym, you know, and that's hard to do, do on video, but there's this place for all of this. There's places where I do want to see what you're doing. And like, if I'm trying to learn something, I might want to see the steps you're taking on, on the screen and yes. get to demonstrate some of that stuff. And the search, like this, just the search to your point yeah. of it, like getting to type in how to, mm-hmm. how to do this, how to do that. And to get the lessons I think is, is killer. Definitely. For sure. And you have you been dabbling in the live space or pretty active in the live space as well? Yeah, I use live more for uh, nurturing my audience. So, you know, I have a Facebook group, I'll go live in there or, you know, webinars or workshops. So that's how I use live video. I use it more for nurture. So I, I look at, you know, a pre-recorded video just as the traffic generator basically and as they come down they get to really see me and talk to me and I feel like just having the different aspects of video is really important as well. I think that's a great way to put it because I work with a lot of people who are trying to figure out how because there's so many channels like how to use them all and you know they're like should I be on Instagram or wherever it is and I describe it the same way I haven't used the word nurture I think I might have to start using that I always say discovery like there's a lot of discovery generated on channels like an Instagram or on the on a live and my goal is to take, you know, to use those as discovery or as nurture to your, yeah. the way you put it, to then bring them into my longer form content, which might be a YouTube video or yeah. a podcast episode or a blog article. And then from there, possibly to my website for whatever, yeah. you know, extra. So I, I love the way you talk about it as nurture and then bringing it in for sure. Yes. <laughs> I'd love to hear about some of the projects you're working on right now. Cause I do want to, later I'm going to ask you to maybe take me through and I'll put you on the spot and to take me through like a, a lesson, like something maybe you've, t- you've talked through that you can yeah. give us as like a little tidbit, like a, a three or four or five step thing that, oh, you sure. know, something that we could, that's like actionable value. But tell me a little bit about what you're working on right now that that's taking your effort. That's fun for you. So right now I'm actually working on the Start, Shoot, Grow School, which is one side of things where I teach course creators how to create just a more engaged experience for their students using amazing visuals and video content so that, you know, they create what I call a craveable experience for their students. So they're moving through that content, excited to go through it, engaged, and so that their completion rates are higher, right? And so I'm excited about that because people are loving it. (laughs) Yeah. So that's start, shoot, grow, right? Start, shoot, grow are the three big pieces of that. And that's startshootgrow.com, right? Yes. That's actually one side of it. But in January or early 2020, I'm launching the video aspect of it, the video academy for the people who are really looking to use video, you know, to sell their products and services and in their marketing and things like that. So it's all startshootgrow.com. Okay. So so they can all find it there. Yeah. And what, what got you starting on wanting to do that? Like when you're like, I need a course to build this. Were you hearing that? Were people asking the same questions over and over? Like, what was the motivation? Like, this is why I have to do this. Yes. People were asking over and over again. People kept coming to my website and kept seeing me and they were like, well, how are you doing this? And although I can give you answers, a course is basically a format or a process, you know, it's organized. You have all the answers. You can go through it. So it's a, a different experience from me just sharing messy or random content online. 
I get that. Yeah. Cause sometimes you, you can go down a rabbit hole of like, oh, I want to learn that too. I want to learn that too, but it's not a structured learning experience. Exactly. And you can like organize those thoughts of how to take yes. like, there's a transformation in this if you go through the process. Yes. And you also have a course, cause I, I think we talked about that actually being sold out, right? The start to go yeah. experience is sold out right now. Yeah, I don't want to get people pissed off because they can't go actually buy this thing from you. So in 2020, they'll be you can get they on the wait have list. To get on the wait list. The wait list is opened right now, and so you know they'll learn about what as soon as it opens, and there may be some great opportunities for the people that are on the wait list first. So yes, perfect. <laughs> so get on that. Go to startshootgrow.com. Get on that wait list. You also have a course for beginners, right? For some people that are just like trying to get started and. That's called confidence. Yeah. So right now I have an amazing freebie where I give you an audio and a workbook because I feel like it's much deeper than hit that button and go. There are things that we need to address and get over before we even think about recording. And even for me, I use that audio all the time, even though I do video consistently, because there are just things that come up that leave you a little bit insecure or nervous especially when you're in your zone of genius and you're leveling up as wanting to be known as the expert or the go-to person. So it's for every level of that process. Yeah. And, and no, uh, no love lost to our friend who says, press the damn button. And that's <laughs> like called call, call to action. But I do think you have to have a, like there, there has to be some intention yeah. behind what you're trying to do. Exactly. Um, and I'll walk you through it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there, exactly. And I think it's nice to know that when, you're doing it for a purpose. And what for me, it was like when I started just recording things, I didn't know what I was trying to do, but I, it did help me find my voice. And yes. I think if I knew going in that I don't have to have a plan, but if I knew that, if they said, you don't have to have a plan, but the reason you don't need to have a plan is you're using content to help find your voice and perspective so that you can figure out, you'll start to see, yeah. you talk 10 times, you might start talking about the same theme over exactly. and over again. And now you're starting to become known for something. Yes. And then, like, and then it goes. So That's what I'm going to share with you. Yes. Confidence.com. Check it's it free. out. Definitely check it out. I've gotten great reviews about it because I couldn't find that in the video space. So, yeah. <laughs> so I know that you also are, you know, you're doing a lot of education on course creation, but I'm going to put a pin in that and do a little bit of that in a, in a few minutes for y'all that are interested in that kind of thing. But like to round it out in terms of video content creation to help the guys out here, what are a few of those, those like starting lessons that like, they can say like, here's a few things that you talk about, maybe a framework, a couple steps that would help mm -hmm. them in their video journey that maybe helped you. Well, it's funny that you use some of the words you used just now when we were speaking about confidence, because I actually break it down into five parts, right? So I feel like with confidence, you have to know your purpose first, right? So when you reach deep down inside and you figure out, okay, this is what I want to share, then you figure out the people. So we start with purpose, then we move to people. Figure out who are you going to talk to? Who are you? Most times what we want to share is something that we have gotten through or been through or pain or something that we have gotten to the other side and now we want to reach back and help somebody else. And then after that, you figure out your plan, <laughs> right? So you, you, you mentioned two of those or something like, but yeah, <laughs> so then we figure out what our plan is for distributing that content. What is it going to be like? What are we covering? And then we move into our presentation. Is this a five P thing? Is this a five piece? Are there other five P's? It is a five P. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. There's five P's. <laughs> We're such marketing nerds. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Go back to your fourth piece. <laughs> 
we move into presentation, figuring out the tech and all of that stuff. And then we move into practice because sometimes we get it done once and we never pick it up again or, or we go live once and one person watches and we don't do it again. But if you keep tapping back into that purpose, people plan, presentation and practice, it keeps you flowing and going. Would you? I wonder what you may have heard or come across is the hardest of those five. Like when you're teaching people, you're working with them. What do you think is like the hardest one to tackle? Um, most people come and they're like, I don't know how to set up this, uh, you know, the videos. And I'm like, well, what are you going to talk about? Who you're talking to? Who are you talking to? <laughs> they don't know any of those things. All they think about is they want it to look pretty. And I'm like, but what are you going to say? <laughs> so, you know, that's why I put them through that entire formula. Yeah. They, I feel like people ask the question, like the wrong questions, yeah. right? They're, they're like, I, I want to do this. And you're like, well, uh-huh. really what you need to figure out yes. is another thing. Cause if you're, <laughs> if you look great, but you're saying some nonsense, there you go. That's not true to who you are <laughs> exactly. or how you can help people. What's the point? Yeah. yeah. I think that, that clarity at the beginning is important. I like, that's the word that's thrown around a lot, but I think it, that's the point, right? <laughs> that's what I yeah, think. I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think you're, you're, on, you're onto something there for sure. <laughs> I'm curious. So as you're working through creating content and like doing it for yourself and now you're helping other people with that and you're getting a lot of like community that's coming out of this. I'm curious how you transitioned from the marketing work into like thought leadership. And I know we like to call ourselves that, but like where people are looking to you to say things and to to speak on things and to have something that you, you know, I I say known, like something that you're starting to become known for. How did you transition from that just kind of creating into actually teaching? I think it comes with being very self-aware, you know, and knowing your purpose and what you're put here to do. And so for me, that transition really was solidified when I, you know, you step into your journey, like this is what it is. And I can use what I've learned on my journey and, and, and understanding that we are still journeying because that was huge for me as well. I'm always going to be a student. I'm always going to be learning. And just understanding that nothing I say or share in that phase of transitioning is wrong because I'm a student, you're a student, and the people that we admire, the thought leaders that we look up to, they're still students too, <laughs> you know? Exactly. No, I, I want to ask this because I think you might have a unique perspective on it. Sure. There's a lot of like chatter about personal branding mm-hmm. right now. And I think it's huge like that we all mm-hmm. need to have something we're known for, that we have a reputation, that, that we work on ourselves and, and how we present ourselves and network and mm-hmm. create a community and all that stuff. I'm curious how you think about personal branding. And, you know, I think a lot of people focus on like there's an aesthetic piece of that, yeah. you know, like, but like in terms of how you develop your reputation and what people like think of you for or as, how did, have you started, have you thought about that and how you've developed your own? Did it just start happening naturally? Like, I just want to make this look better. And I want to talk about this. Or did, like, have you put some thought into, like, where it goes or where it's going? Yeah. (laughs) I used to think it was all about the aesthetic, you know. But now I look at it differently. I do look at it from, like I said before, being very self-aware and understanding what are my strengths and what am I not so great at or even struggles. And I feel like a huge part of personal branding now is transparency. You know, because like recently I saw someone who said she was encouraging everyone to start their own business and get into entrepreneurship and not work for anyone else. 
And then she realized that she was sharing that message for years, but it really came from her disdain for working for someone else, right? Right. So she wanted to reshare what people should really be thinking about or focusing on, right? If it works for you to work for someone else, that's okay. Because, you know, there was a, a time where that everyone was shaming working for someone else. And that's just what some people want to do. And that's okay. Or they're doing it to fuel that business or, you know, so I feel like your personal brand honestly is a journey. It's, it's whatever you are going through and how you're reaching back and pulling people. So although people put us on a pedestal sometimes, that's like scary because it's like, hey, I'm just like you. We just, we're just at different levels <laughs> in the journey, right? Because there's still going to be someone that I'm going to have to look to, if that makes sense. I don't know if that's yeah, what it does we're make looking sense. for. No, no, it's exactly <laughs> I, I, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't have any expectations here, right? but <laughs> like, I don't know what you're going to say. That's what makes it fun. We don't, so we don't, pre, you know, we don't practice any of this. Were there any surprises along the way in doing that in like starting to become like someone that has an audience and that talks about certain things and whatever else is, was there some surprises along the way? Yeah, I have, listen, I have had people show up <laughs> to my apartment complex. <laughs> I have had crazy things happen. But I think just getting used to, to realizing that people are really looking to you for just that push or that motivation. Or even sometimes when I take a break from being online, people will email me, they will message, they will reach out because they're looking for you. <laughs> so just understanding that, oh my gosh, like I am really helping people move through somehow. And if I'm not there, they're looking for me. That was huge for me. I've had both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like the responsibility starts to change. Yes. Right? Once you realize that, that they're not just oh, people yeah. watching, that, they, that there's actually a bit of a community yes. starting to gather and they're talking to each other and they're talking to you. Yeah. Ideas are being shared. Mm -hmm. And then there's a bit of responsibility that starts to yeah. come with that in terms of how you engage with them, how you help them, how you serve them. Yeah. The and way. that's where that pedestal came in. And that's where I had to let my people know, hey, well, well, that's where I was able to get more transparent and be like, listen, sometimes my message is for me, <laughs> but y'all just resonate with it. And I am here for that. So I think that was really huge as well. And I feel like it creates a deeper sense of community when you're able to do that. Yeah. I've had a few rants, I'm sure that were just for me. That were, <laughs> They're just how I'm feeling in the moment. Yes. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I would like to go back a little bit in time. I, you know, you did a lot of, you know, that you talked about how you started and there was some beauty stuff along the way and video helped you get there. I'm curious how that became such a passion for you because it's hard to like want to like quit your day job and, you know, like to get into this route or to even expose yourself and to tell stories. Yeah. Usually there's some motivation that you're running away from or you're running towards whatever it might be. I'm just curious. I know like video is great. And like, but like, yeah. what's like, what made it like, no, I kind of want to keep doing this because it's kind of a pain in the ass to create video. <laughs> so you have to have motivation. You have to have a reason to keep doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. You know what? I think for me, I realized that in person, just the type of person I am, I'm always encouraging and motivating. And that's just who I am. I'm very optimistic. And I'm always thinking about, you know, like, the blessing and the lesson and things like that. And so I realized that I had that around me. Like I would always be that person that would be 
helping someone or motivating someone or even in my workplace, my old workplace years ago, people would be at my desk all the time. And, you know, so I was like, I want this to, I want to help more people. That kept me pushing. And so because I started off in a very niche space, I got that communication easily and very quickly, which is why I always tell people niche down. Like, don't be afraid to niche down, like figure out what your special sauce is and swim in it and help others swim in there with you. <laughs> right. But that's really what it was. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about the picture we're painting there. The, the, the special know, right? sauce, like let's swim in our sauce. own special sauce. <laughs> Like I, I'm picturing like a bar, I'm picturing barbecue sauce and I'm like See, what's we're on? on the same wavelength. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I might leave that in. Yeah. Uh, but the no, I, I understand what, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I want when people are doing that when they start to figure out what it is that they that they like. Oh, this is kind of my thing. This is mm-hmm. the thing that I like to do or that I like talking about. I'm creating video and there's yeah. something going there. I think a lot of us start to like hit that transition where you're like now I. I might want to have something to say. I might want to put it into a format like a course. I might want to teach this to other people. I think it's a unique quality that entrepreneurs, creators, like first you feel like really alone and then you feel like you're being hoisted up by the people that have come before you. You're like, why are they helping me? And, and then, and then it gets even weirder. Like you desperately want to help the people that are coming up behind you. And, uh, which I think is beautiful and they don't, they don't see it, but it's, it's there. So you, you have this great format like course creation, and now you help people with that. That's something that you do as yeah. well, right? Mm-hmm. What made you get into that? How'd you start thinking, like, you know what? I'm going to teach other people how to do this. You know what? It really came from my content. My content was always so in-depth and well thought through, and people would take my courses, and they would be like, oh my gosh. So that really happened randomly. I shared a video, it was powerful, <laughs> on social media. <laughs> And um, Thinkific found it and they were like, oh my gosh, like, can you be one of our experts? Like, how did you do this with our platform? And it really just grew from there. You know, I definitely, I feel like I'm a natural teacher as well. So I'm really able to take something and break it down into a process. So I do have a course agency where I work with, you know, clients who are trying to put their brains into a course format. And I'm very good at it because I don't know. I just look at things in that way. And so because I know the platform so well, I can, you know, mold things to fit into the format of a course, but just not any course. Like you want a course that your people are just excited to go through. So, yeah. so if I, if I want to create a course, you know, I have, I have create content, I put ideas out there. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that I need to like figure out that make it work in a course format? You know, I like to st- say um, a lot of times I like to think about people returning I like to think about community and so a lot of times like you'll search for something on YouTube and you'll find the answer but you won't subscribe to that channel right and there are courses like that as well like you it just helps you with one little thing and then you're not really you know looking to go back to that person for anything I like to think about courses at the baseline of our business where we're able to serve more people, but then guide them up the ladder, whether it be with a membership, a mastermind, one-to-one clients, you know, just thinking about it in that way where you're able to scale. And so you got to put yourself in there. It's coming back to personal branding again, like, you know, what makes your course completely different? Like there are thousands of social media courses online. What's different about yours? <laughs> you know, or, or what, what, yeah. who is it for? 
who are you specifically creating for? What's your ideal student like? What are they struggling with? And not only that regular struggle, like, okay, you can't get likes, fine. But what about that? If I could get more likes, I can sell more of my products and I can take care of my family better. What about those things? Yeah. So it's like you're mapping out the journey for them, right? It's like you, you know, that this is the question they're asking now you'll start them there. You might even have to back them up two steps like you did with some of the clarity stuff, but you also know what they're going to start asking next because you've heard the question or you've had the problem. Yes. You're like, before you ask, by the way, I know the next thing you're going to want to figure out is this Yes. before you ask it's there, but by the way, yeah, it comes, it goes in order for a reason. There's things you need to know first. Exactly. So you can kind of take them on that journey yeah. along the way. I get that. That makes sense. I, th- I think it's nice to know like what that someone else has mapped it for you because I think exactly. the number one thing people say is, I just don't know what I don't know. Yeah, right? That's exactly. The, <laughs> and courses give you that format to do yeah, that where you, do. well, I do know what you don't know because I've yeah. done it and here you go. And you can skip along if you don't, you know, if there's things you're like, oh, I kind of know that thing, you know, whatever it is. The, uh, the Thinkific platform is the, that's the one you use more, mainly. Have you used some of the other ones too? I, so I used to build from scratch <laughs> years ago. So I've gone through WordPress, LMS, like I've gone through it all. I've gone through lots of different other course platforms as well. And I'm, I really wanted something that I can bend to do what I want it to do, make it look like mine. I don't want it to look like, you know, I'm using somebody else's platform because it's an extension of my brand and my business. So I was looking for that. I was looking for a great student experience as well. And I feel like, you know, Thinkific was able to cover that. I was also looking for different content type ways that I can share content differently for people that may ingest content differently. Like it just hit the nail on the head in so many ways for me. So, yeah. 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 (laughs) I kind of want to like look into the matrix here for a second, right? Yeah. Like, so they, you know, you build this, you, someone like they figure out their content, they build a course mm-hmm. and you know, what's going to happen is it's going to be like, no one found it. Like I mm. crickets, yeah. you know, I don't want to know what you teach. I want to know how you specifically for your stuff, uh-huh. how you generate discovery. How do people find you? Like first, like, yeah, like they, they find me on like my online audience or like yeah. people, I speak at a conference yeah. and then. Like, how have you slowly kind of built that? And how do you generate discovery, like for new people bring, coming into your world? Right. The craziest thing is all over my Instagram, you'll find people saying, I found you on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> so video. <laughs> yeah. Video in that way is super powerful. Like, you know, it helps people to find you and filter down into, or I want to say up into whatever you're doing, Right. So that is one of my main drivers for one-to-one clients and for courses as well. And also speaking or going to conferences is huge as well. Online summits, you know, all of the things. And I feel like it's so important to have the brain of your operation that you're able to send someone to so that you're able to then reap the benefits from it. Yeah, I worry. I worry because you know, you create a video or, you know, I think we should be creating video, yeah. but like the time it takes sometimes to be, to have done enough that people start to find you sometimes. Like when I talked to Mike Alton about blogging, you know, he was like, oh, by the way, you know, the algorithm for Google or something like you, you have to write 50 articles before it starts to recognize that that's what you do, that that's what you're known for, you know, sure. whatever it is. And I'm not saying that's true for, for YouTube, but I'm just saying there's definitely some work to be done to, oh, to yeah, A, have something no, that's high quality enough that will be found, but be that like, it starts to pick up traction over time and it might be 
some might pay off quickly and some yeah. might not, but I think that's what you have to commit to mindset wise to some of those. Definitely. I, I would say that you definitely do. And I, and that's why I have plan inside of those four P's because you, you've got to have a plan for it. You, you have to be thinking about what is my cornerstone content? So what's the content that people are going to need to, you know, keep stepping on and even how you nurture that audience is huge too. So that consistency is a huge thing. And so for that, I would like, I batch. So, you know, I have my days where I'm all dressed up and I'm in front of the camera all day. I get like four to five videos done, but I'm good for a month. So let's say I do that two times for the month, then I'm always ahead. Yeah. It saves a lot of time. Absolutely. I think it's important. It's most people are like, well, I don't have time for any of this stuff. I'm trying to run a business here or whatever it is. And it's true. Like you have to find, you have to find the right processes or you'll never stick to it. You know, it'll never work out for you. Exactly. But I think I love video so much that. I think like when you asked that before, that could have been an answer. I, I just genuinely love it. So I am able to stick to it. Like it's always going to be my go-to. So I can always come back to that. And because I love it so much, I was able to test and try and stick with it and then find out like, how could this be easier for someone else? Or what are the different levels? Like we start with the webcam. Okay, cool. But then how do we upgrade? And so I've been through all of that. So I know how to share with people how they can too. Yeah, I think you have to love it a little bit and you also have to yeah. just be happy with like, this is going to take time. Like yeah. there's things that will, some things will be fast some things will be slow. And it's, yeah. a, it's a mindset thing. Exactly. It's understanding why you're doing it's important. Which oh, is why yeah. it all goes back to the beginning of it all. Like what's your threshold here for success? What, exactly. What's your goal? Because if your goal is to run one video and then think you're going to suddenly have a million fans and start selling you know, widget, which widgets. Which is what most people think. <laughs> yeah, I want to go viral. Happen. I'm like, I'm not. Girl. Yeah. yeah, I hear the same thing. I think a lot of people think that also you can just start getting paid for advertisements, you know, right off the bat. And it's like, yeah, man, that's like the top X percent. I mean, maybe yes, affiliates, but even exactly. That, yeah, that's I think there's a lot of myths out there. So you know, many outside looking in. But if they take one of these courses, they're going to figure that out. There you go. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> as we're coming towards the end here, I do want to ask a little bit about kind of like up next, like the vision board, like mm-hmm. big audacious goals coming for you. Obviously, you're going to re-release some courses. Yeah. But what's the plan? What's going? What's the, the future look like for you? Definitely more stages in 2020. So speaking, that is one of my biggest fears, but I've been doing it a bit for this year. So 2020, I want to take it to the next level. And I love the online space. I've been in it for so long. So for me, it, I'm an introvert. <laughs> so I'm challenging myself to get out there and do more stages for 2020, get uncomfortable so that I can get comfortable or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find people like are shocked when you, you say you're an introvert? All the time. <laughs> They're like, no, you're like, um, I am the introvert of introverts. Like today I had, I'm going to teach a class right after this. I had an interview before. I did client calls earlier. Ah, when I'm done, you're not going to see me for like two days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll let you in like a little bit. It's funny. Uh-huh. I just like two days ago, uh-huh. I, I was having a conversation. I was like, you know what? I just, I think I had a realization that I've been calling myself an introvert my entire life. And I think I'm like, I'm not, I don't think I am. I don't think I'm an introvert anymore. Like I've, I think I've lost that. I think it's gone. I know someone that, 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 that happened to her. She was an extrovert. And then she just suddenly turned into an introvert. So maybe it's the same thing that happened yeah. to you. Yeah. Did she also like stop drinking and find Jesus? I mean, sometimes well, that's, that's connected. 
Oh I'm just my gosh, Brandon. I might have hit Good. on those. Sometimes connected. Wow. See, whereas I am drinking more than ever. So that might just be connected as well. No, but the, uh, I can't no, I think, it, I think it was this. I think it's that when I'm in a room where I know zero people, like huh. absolutely zero, it's obviously uncomfortable as it would yeah. be for a lot of people. And I'm like, I think I was in so many of those, those situations that I was it. just like, I was just like, yeah, I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I hate being around people. Yeah. Like, this is terrible. Like, I don't want to go to a networking conference where I know nobody. But the reason I changed my mind this weekend is I knew a few people, like, you know, a handful. That like, always helps. <laughs> but I was like, I would talk to them as a home base and I would leave. And then, but then I would prime. come back and leave yeah. and come back. And, and I was a butterfly yes. talking to everybody. And I was like, maybe <laughs> I'm not an introvert. Maybe I just hate when I know nobody. Now, you so know? now you have me rethinking some things because the way that we're always trying to find out, you know, that like, what's the next conference or what is who doing? And so you're right. I feel like I am getting more comfortable because, you know, we get there. Oh, and you know, this one is here and that one is here. So it's like, it's exciting, especially if they're extroverts and they're talking to everyone, you end up talking to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it works. Like, and you know, I could tell us, cause I'll be, since I'm jumping around talking to a lot of people now, the people I talk to, some of them, I'm like, oh, you're definitely an introvert. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm actively talking to you right now, and I could tell you're an introvert, or I'm a terrible conversationalist, one way or the other. <laughs> no, I think it's the first one. I think it's option number one. Yeah. Well, sorry, audience. I, I had to go on my rant today because <laughs> I just got back from this amazing conference in Vegas, and that's what was on my wow. mind. That's so, cool. thanks, thanks for letting me take you there with me. <laughs> I think obviously that should be, shouldn't be a problem for you to get on more stages. I'm, I'm sure I'll be in the audience cheering you on. Or right next to me. You don't know. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and hit up her website, zaylebarclay.com. You can always check that out to see where she's at. Or where else can they find you? How do we follow you? What's, where, do you where are you active? I am very active on Instagram. So I'm at zaylebarclay on Instagram and on YouTube and my website. Yeah. But those are the three places that I'm like, yeah, really active. <laughs> yeah, check out her videos. Obviously, they're going to look amazing. You're going to get valuable content from them. And if you're into the course creation or you want to get better at using video, check her out. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for having me. Pleasure, pleasure. Thanks for coming on the show. It's been my honor to host, and yes. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. All right. Catch you all next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.